0: Welcome back, everyone, to another week with the Grapevine Girls. Elizabeth, how are Hello. you? Hello. Um, so I feel like a lot happened this week, but yet I have no Bravo pop culture to cover. Do you? Um, I
1: don't have any pop culture per se, but I do have um, some updates on Jeff Lewis. Okay.
0: okay. So let's start with some Jeff Lewis updates, and then we'll just dive right into the shows. Okay, so
1: Jeff is dating a great guy named Scott, but he's super into um, fish. And here's the thing: Jeff, whole thing out when he was like, like he started gradually out that like Scott, who's this amazing person who all of his friends love and who are like really into. Like, whatever to his hell. Fish magazine subscriptions. And so now he's on the radio, like, full first making fun of this guy, being like, oh, my God, he masturbates to fish magazines. This is a disaster. Like, this is so weird. Like, yeah, it could be worse, but this is so weird. Going to, like, Fishapalooza in Anaheim. Now I'm, like, trying to figure out what to get him for some of, like, Present and I actually am going to buy him like diamond passes to fish a palooza. Is
0: fish palooza a real thing?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. you are like fish collectors of like saltwater, freshwater fish with the aquarium.
0: And wow. I, what
1: I have to say is this I understand the frustration and weirdness of it because I would consider myself normal and I would consider you normal. And as someone in psychology, Yes, there is such a thing as normal. Let's be clear. First of all, do I think there's anything wrong with, like, being in the fish? No. (laughs) Yes. Do I think there are cooler hobbies? Yes, I think there are cooler hobbies. I think there's hotter, like, there's sexier hobbies, like woodworking or, like, sailing or hunting or, like, something that's not fish in an aquarium where you just stare at them. Like, there are things that are cool that I can't think of right now, like rock climbing or being able to play an instrument, maybe. Okay, so the guy, like, I just want to side note. Y'all carpentry.
0: Been,
1: carpentry. I just want to, like, give y'all a little, like, peek into my life. Last summer, I was, like, seeing this guy, and um, one night, we, like, went back to his house, and I walked into his room, and there was an aquarium with <laughs> full-on situation. And I just... And then it just all came together for me. Like, there's a tapestry on the wall. There was a fish aquarium. Like, it just... So you
0: understand really, Jeff's issues.
1: It's just not cute. Like, it's just lame. It's just weird. It's just ew. It's not cool. It's ew. And um, so now Jeff... But now he says he's competing with this guy who's, like, trying to move in on Scott, who's, like, a model. Oh, gosh. And this guy's acting like he has like fish interests. So suddenly Jeff is like, Well, fish, I have a beta fish. Like, <laughs> hello? I've seen
0: Finding Nemo.
1: Right. So, um, that's pretty much it. Um, the, him and, um, him and Gage, Gage are at court right now. So
0: that's good. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, did, is, did you watch Mexican Dynasties? Which, by the way, I did a poll um, because, you know, you and I just don't agree on whether or not Mexican Dynasties is, like, really a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull up those results really quick. Um, I, I think I'm winning. Let me see. You're definitely Oh, Yeah. 61% believe that, I mean, just are just not into Mexican Dynasties, just like me. Which all the commercials I see for it, I'm like, yeah, that looks really funny. I could watch. But anytime I've actually tried to watch, I just, you know, lose interest. How many
1: episodes have you watched?
0: You know, like one and a half.
1: Okay, if you gave it like three or four, you'd be into it, I think. Maybe not. Okay, so here's my updates on Mexican Dynasties, which I absolutely love. I love it, and I just find it fascinating, too, that these, like, you know, powerful families in Mexico City are so, like, yes, they're old school in some of their ways, but they're so open-minded, like, Oscar Madrazo is his name, Oscar yeah. Madrazo is his name, and he's gay and has um, kids. Yeah,
0: twins. And
1: I think his kids are, like, going into seventh grade, and he's starting to, like, date people and like bring them around and he's so honest with his kids and like okay so in child psych if you're raising it if you're rearing a child there's a way to do it and it's called sex positive where you basically are not treating the subject of sex like it's um, shameful and like I think there's a way to do it that's not like creepy with children you know like yeah I think it can be a little difficult but it's like You know, you don't, like, make masturbation and sex this whole... Taboo. Taboo, and it actually just, like, it makes for a more, um, it seems not wholesome, but it actually makes for a more, like, wholesome understanding of, like, humans in general. And I just feel like Oscar, like, his kids were, his son, he's, like, 14 straight out, straight up was like, where'd you meet him, grinder? Is that where y'all, like, hook up and have sex? And Oscar was like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Can I just say, like, from experience, like, going to school with people whose parents were like, you can't have a boyfriend, you can't date, like, no holding hands because that leads to sex or whatever. Those were the people that went off to college and became whores. Right. Because it's when it becomes so taboo, people either, like, 100% shy away from it in a really, really negative way or jump in to the deep end without ever dipping their toes in. in in an uneducated way you know right right and i just think
1: you know making a child feel any level of shame for something so natural is and he's just so they're just those kids are so loving like oscar and his sister are super close and they um like basically raise their like pairs of kids together a lot and they're just all so loving and like open towards each other. Like I just don't remember us growing up and being like that. Like our, like my, both of our parents, I feel like are supportive and loving, but like to that level, it's like kind of amazing to me. Um, Alon, Alon and Jenny are basically saying we're moving on to the Allende family. Alana and Jenny are like the eldest son and his wife. Yeah. Are basically like, okay, so the Allende's are totally crazy and they like, baby Adon. I gotta say, Adon is like so weird and delus- delusional. Like, he is delusional. Um,. And I just, I, 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 it just weirds me out. Like, I, I, I honestly don't know how he's straight. He talks like a little baby child.
0: He's so, um, Which, by straight. the way, we started rewatching Game of Thrones. And so, um, season one, you know, is in the veil, uh, the Aaron family with that, the little boy that's, like, still breastfeeding at, like, 10. That's and him. I know. And when you made that reference, then literally that was all I could think when I was watching Game of Thrones was that's a dawn
1: and he drinks milk all the time too, it's gross so, um I mean I just I, I, I mean like Adon is constantly saying these very, like super ambitious statements, like he wants to play at the Super Bowl, he wants to be the next people, like which he's his own, he's a one man show but like he just says all these things and then he's he performs and he does not sound good and his songs are not good. And so you know how there's like three families on Mexican Dynasty? Yeah. Basudo is the third family, Doris Basuto, And I think that's the one who is Maurice's cousin.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, she is like took on the job recently of managing the Don and like she basically has is like the first person to tell his parents, like, y'all realize he's not that talented, and they're like so taken aback and so offended, and all this stuff. She's like, he needs a lot of work, like, this is gonna take work and practice. Y'all are kind of like,
0: so did he not parents. get on to the Mexican version of the voice?
1: Um, la voz.
0: Okay, so. Because it, getting on to the voice here is like, you have to be really, really good. Okay. Or he has in the show. Okay. Um, but... It could be like American Idol where, like, you get through a few um, audition rounds, but you never actually make it to the show. Because, you know, when the people that we see on American Idol, they, they've auditioned, like, you know, okay. half a dozen times. Okay, well, he, I
1: don't know if he got approved to be on the actual show and it got to the point where it was, like, he had to sign a contract and agree or whatever, but... It got to some point, I don't know if he ever auditioned, but he, he basically turned down some contracts, so he turned down being on The Voice.
0: Gotcha. Because
1: he didn't want them to have, like, complete ownership of his songs or something. His songs are shit, so I don't know why he was so defensive of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we can move on to the next. Um, uh, I don't know, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll go over, while I'm on my soapbox, I'll go over Don't Be tardy. So, Don't Be Tardy, um, Kim performs her new song, My Wig, and Key West for uh, Gay Pride. And what I have to say, Kelly, as grapevine girls, we need to start going to these events. I want to go, like, I've been to AC2 Live, which is Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. It was amazing. I want to go to Luann's cabaret show. I want to go see Kim's dumbass perform. Lou Ann Locken was at Key West at the, um gay pride, like, I want to go see these crazy women that I stalk in real life, like, I want to see these women, like, I'm kind of in love with all of them, so I just,
0: I also want to have, like, a Real Housewives, like, product party, where, like, we could serve Vanderpump Rosé and Skinny Girl Margarita and use, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mama's beer cheese. We could use some of Ramona's like skincare line. You know, while yeah. we eat some of uh, Bethany's processed deli meats. Yes. So I mean, I wearing her, wearing her jeans. Yeah. I'm you... so into it. I would love to have it. We could do
1: like a little product
0: review on it too. Um, I mean, we okay? should we should be reading Pucker and Palt while we. Have like, this party. Which, by the way, I used to, like, periodically check up on Pucker and Pout. There was, like, never any new posts; It was so outdated. She was never working on that thing. But that's neither that's, here nor there. It's, it, but it is here
1: and it is there. But like, she, <laughs> she, she makes me ill. And I – she makes me ill. And I don't know why I have such an aversion to her. But I have such an aversion to her. Um – and, I mean, that's really all that, that's updated. Uh, Brielle is kind of starting to see her old flame. Um,
0: What's his and, name?
1: Uh, Slade. Okay, yeah. So she's, you know, checking out Slade. And um, hopefully that'll go well.
0: I can't, I, I can't even, like, picture what is it like when Brielle kisses her boyfriend. Like, he's basically, right. like, kissing like a life vest that's strapped to her face.
1: Right, right. Like, how is that even? There's so many things when getting physical with that are issues with those lips. Like, <laughs> yeah. Issues with those lips. And I just I don't know how she's not in pain. I don't know how like she she can't ever go back either. Doesn't it
0: stretch him out? Yeah, and like th- those that skin has got to be numb. Like, how does she even eat? Like, what if she puts too much food in her mouth? How do her lips close?
1: Well, she's, like, a pretty filled-out girl. Like, she's curvy. She has, you know, curves, and she's eating, and she always talks about how much chocolate <laughs>
0: she eats. So I, I, I don't doubt she eats. I'm just wondering. I just want to know the logistics with those lips.
1: I, I, I can't even begin to imagine. But even Tracy, the, like, lesbian chef who's not cute and needs a makeover so hard was kind of like, they. she was like, Grielle
0: and Ariana look 40. Uh, they look the same age as Kim Fo show.
1: Yeah, they, she said that. She's like, they look the same age as their mother, and it's because of the work they've had done. Yeah,
0: it's not cute. It's not a good look.
1: Also, interesting tidbit from Don't Be Tardy, like, Kim has re-established a relationship with her, like, brother who she hadn't spoken to and like, her scene in, like, so many years, and, um, she's still not talking to his mom, but her brother came to her, like, 40th birthday party, I think, and, um,
0: yeah. That's interesting. I, like, have to question motives on that, like, when you've been separated for that long and then your, your siblings in the limelight and you make up, However, I do think that, like, family members should never not be talking, you know? No.
1: And, like, our family's a great example of, like, things might have happened. People, like, our family has always, we have a big family, by the way, and our family has always made a point, no matter what, come together at the end of the day. Yeah. I just, I, I do, I think it's so important. Kim and I don't know you know I don't know the story I don't think we'll ever get the real story I would love the real story but I'm sure that there's like Kim's side and then there's her mom's side I know that last year on last season of Don't Be Tardy Brielle called her grandmother and was like I want a relationship with you that's fine my mom doesn't have one and nothing really came of it so I don't know if that was just like a plot line for the story or what but yeah that's weird they're from like Connecticut so she's not from the
0: south yeah Um, but I just can't imagine like um my mom or Mike's mom not wanting a relationship with our children you know right right so crazy if you hear sounds in the background that's because there's a pop-up tent in the room that I'm in that is Caroline's and my cat is running around in it (laughs) (laughs) so no worries I don't hear anything okay good um so should we just scoot right on over to Vanderpump Rules since we were discussing Parker and Pout before yeah um so I meant to mention last week but I was listening to Danny Pellegrino's podcast and Ariana was on this was actually from a few weeks ago but I listened last week and she kind of went over uh, I didn't tell you this already did I no. Okay, she kind of went over um what her makeup with Kristen actually looked like because it was never really aired. Like, all of a sudden, they were just, like, hanging out again, and a lot of viewers had an issue with that. What she said was um that dog park party, like, last season after, you know, the whole fate thing went down with Jax, um, for some reason, like, I guess Tom and Ariana were cleaning out a closet and found some, like, shoebox full of photos that were Kristen's that were, like, way stuffed in the back on the top shelf, and they wanted to return them to her. Well, after that dog park party, somebody was going over to Kristen's, and the cameras were going, um, but they just ended up not airing this. Well, Tom and Ariana ended up just showing up and returning the foot pictures to her there. And... um it kind of started this, like, slow snowball effect of, like, hey, things are okay. We can be cordial. Like, we don't have to be weird. And then, um, finally, they had a conversation where, like, they unblocked each other's phone numbers and, like, not, like, had a truce, but had a moment where they were, like, it's it's been long enough in the past and we've both moved on. You know, we obviously hang out, so let's be cordial. And so once they started to, like, be cordial to one another, a true friendship actually grew. <clears throat>
1: We're talking about between Ariana and Kristen?
0: Yeah. Very interesting. I'm not bad at it. All
1: the girls are super close right now.
0: Yeah, and I really enjoy it. Like, I really enjoy seeing Ariana be friendly with all of them. Because there has been a long time where she was, like, too good for Stassi and, like, you know, way too cool and smart for Kristen. And so, I just appreciate them realizing, like, we're on this show together and we're going to film scenes together. So, like, let's forget the past and just move forward. And if new drama comes about, bring it on. I can't wait. But I like, you know, I I hate like with New Jersey, like, you know, Teresa and Melissa will fight about the same thing since season two. And it's exhausting as a viewer. Like we are not that invested that we want to watch the same fight for seven years. But I do like, I like this resurgence of like, let's hit the reset button and then kind of see how it goes from there. And it's like a genuine reset. It's not
1: like a fake housewife apology where they're like, do you want to just move on and
0: like move on? And- yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you think about the whole um, Jack saying that he was, had to look out for number one at the dinner or the lunch with the brothers, which by the way, does Brittany have seven brothers or what? And her dad.
1: I mean, I felt like it was typical Jack's behavior. I mean, par for the effing course. Jack's
0: looking out for number one. So I, um, I feel like maybe the wording, the word choice is poor. But I, I feel like I get what he is saying. Like I feel like what he means is his personal mental and emotional physical health has to be number 1 to him because he cannot like care for another human being when he isn't cared for by himself like what I'm trying to say is um you know when there's like two people that are both unhappy in a relationship and one of them sitting around waiting for the other one to make them happy but it's like someone else can't make you happy you think, have to make yourself happy and then think, layer that happiness on. Yeah. I think
1: Jack's track record of being so selfish um, kind of, like, can be a little misleading. Like, the word choice, you're right. And I do agree that, like, in the past, like, a couple seasons – He's made his mental health and his happiness a priority and it really has done good things for his relationship. And I think that, like, what he was saying to her dad was completely and totally, like, if that's what he meant, which I think I agree with you.
0: I still think he's was- a narcissist. I'm just saying the way that it was edited to look was, like, very, you know, like, only self-centered. Whereas, I feel like he was trying to say... Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe not. I think I just... <clears throat> he did tweet and say that he had a conversation with his future father-in-law after this episode aired, and they both discussed that they felt like it it misconstrued the situation and made it look like Jax was being rude, when in reality, he wasn't. And that's the thing, is
1: like, my inflection is the way I talk, you can like, cut and edit it to make it look like... I look like a literal asshole in every conversation. So, I get it, and I agree, and I believe Jax.
0: So, but with that said, um, you know, Brittany asked Katie to be the matron of honor, which made me wonder, like, because I feel like she's probably the most hated girl on the show, so, besides Sheena, it made me wonder, like, is Katie getting a bad edit? Because if, you know, Brittany is choosing her as the matron of honor, like, maybe she really is the best friend to have out of this group but then I saw another tweet where someone said I was wondering why Katie was the matron of honor and then I realized she's the only one of those girls that hasn't slept with Jax and I was like oh that makes more sense
1: yeah maybe I think she's more like I think she's maybe more like Brittany and this sounds so rude but like I think she's more like Brittany in the sense that like I feel like Ariana and Lala and Sheena are like you know straight models and Stassi.
0: And oh my like, gosh. What? So you think that she wanted to have like a bigger boned girl standing next to her? I mean I'm suspect. <laughs> my gosh. That never crossed my mind.
1: I mean I, I'm not what my best friend likes or I mean if my sister looks like a fucking model compared to me she's always going to be my maid of honor give shit what she does you know yeah so but I'm I really was just saying not necessarily that she wants a bigger bone girl next to her but I think that like because Katie and Brittany kind of like me beginning my point was saying that the other girls are models and they're not Is was kind of misleading because really the direction I was actually intending to go with it was to say that like Katie and Brittany have always been on the scene in a relationship for the most part and only in that relationship solely monogamous with that person and I just feel like they've kind of bonded over that and they also like I don't know, I can just see how they would be like the closest, but I would be very curious to see what their relationship is like otherwise. Yeah. I feel like Katie can be a super loyal friend and so can Brittany. Yeah. And they can be just, they can just be very good, like, sidekicks. Like, both of them just can be super dependable, whereas Stasi is more out here for Stassi. And, you know, Ariana has her own thing going, so it makes sense that they kind of fall in together.
0: Yeah, Lala said on a podcast with uh, Heather McDonald that Kristen is actually, like, one of the best friends to have. Just that, like, she's so, like, giving and wonderful and caring and, like, listens and just goes above and beyond for her friends.
1: suspect but okay i believe it i feel bad for her i feel bad that lisa like straight up didn't let her come to the tom tom daily mail party like i feel
0: bad i enjoy her a lot like all of her commentary either it's like stupid so it makes me laugh or like i really do think that she's funny you know i just feel like she's a great addition she definitely had two seasons where i mean i thought like this girl's psycho and she needs to go but She's come around. Like, she's had a lot of personal growth, and I really, really enjoy her scenes. I do, too. I do, too. The rest of the notes that I have on Vanderpump Rules are solely about Sheena. Okay, go on. Um, well, first of all, Adam, like, freaking out about this date uh, was – obnoxious to me because like he was asking for it when he basically told her that he was not ready to be committed and she could date. And then she goes on a date and he's like, you know, wigging out. I just, I just, I don't know. I hate that. Like don't tell a girl she can go on a date and then ghost her after she does it. You know?
1: It's, I, I, I don't like Adam. I don't, it doesn't help that I don't like his face, but I just do not like him. I, I feel like he is, a stunt queen trying to get on pup Rules and I feel like but he refuses to date Sheena and I feel like Sheena's trying to be like oh yeah I'm so down to just like hang He's out. He's like hang my out. best
0: friend.
1: Yeah this is just my best He's friend. He's my
0: person.
1: Yeah and she's all like and it's just like oh how convenient that y'all are best friends now like I don't know. I, I think that if Adam wanted to date her and marry her, she would date him and marry
0: him yesterday. Okay, right. So, how funny was it that she literally said that she was not the type of girl that just wanted to, like, date and get married and have kids?
1: Which, uh, honestly, she couldn't. is such a fucking joke because she cannot wait to get a crop top wedding
0: dress I know. herself.
1: And race down the aisle. So, her
0: new style now is to put like a bra with like a blazer, like a deep plunging V blazer over the bra. So, I think wedding dress number two is going to have that style to it. I'm excited. Um, but seriously, her saying that like she didn't want to get married and have babies and it's like me saying that.
1: I honestly feel bad for her because I feel like she just is so dumb. Like, it's just so, like, desperate to please everyone and, like, have everyone like her. And it just doesn't, it's
0: not happening. I and love it, what the editors do to her. Huh? The, I love what the editors do to her. I know. I know. It's amazing. And, and I feel like Lala,
1: like, when she was talking to her at that lunch, it was just like, you need to not try. You're never going to win with them. And it was just, like, sad to me. Just, she's such an idiot. Oh, God.
0: She needs, like, I've heard rumblings of, like, maybe James will get a spinoff at the new Vanderpump Gardens thing in um, Las Vegas. But, like, Sheena needs to go, too. She does not fit in with that this cast. And I have heard um, some of... Hasn't she been in and out of Vegas lately? Yeah, like, for her sex tips from a gay guy to a straight girl or something like that. But I feel like... So what I've heard from, like, I think it was Stassi on someone's podcast, is the reason that, like, things are so weird with them and Sheena is because everyone hangs out, you know, 365 days a year with each other except for Sheena. So she does, and, well, obviously and James. But so she does not fit in, like, organically anymore. Like, she has other friends that she hangs out with and does her own thing. So when she doesn't get invited and, like, things feel forced on the show, it's because it is, it is that way. You know? It is forced. Right. Um, I literally could not care less about James's storyline. Like, him crying to Lisa Vanderpump again is exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. And um, what were your thoughts on the Beauty and the Beast-themed wedding for Brittany and Jax? Absolutely not. I I personally don't prefer a theme ever. Let alone yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Like, Beauty and the Beast might be Caroline's third birthday party theme. That's correct.
1: Like, <laughs> I cannot imagine in what world that would be appropriate. Are you getting married at Disney World? Like, uh,
0: uh, I just feel like it's really, it would be really, really hard to do that tastefully. Like, if it was like a very, very understated theme, you know, like. It you was literally like. Like, grays and
1: pinks. It's like, okay which, you to those, both of those colors, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) if the theme was, like, a palette of colors, that's one thing.
0: Yeah, no, I don't mean that.
1: which is still, I'm not into that either. Themes are gross, I agree. But, like, yeah, how do you, how do you do that without not being a raging, tacky nightmare? And which, honestly, it sounds perfect for them that they're doing a Beauty and the Beast thing. Well, they're,
0: they're getting married in the castle, so
1: jesus they could have just run with that and taken the castle thing but instead they had to make it about beauty and the beast i know they could have just like i bet in the glory of the castle and let that be just like a beautiful like place to get married and instead they had to make it about beauty and the effing beast i bet she's like, gonna
0: walk down the aisle to tale all old as time
1: oh my god
0: or it's gonna be like little town it's quiet village every day like the one before. Honestly. We watch it every day at our house, so. Honestly,
1: that to me, walking down the aisle to that is not as bad as walking down the aisle to that heavy metal song. <laughs> yeah.
0: That I, was so bad. I can agree with that.
1: That was so bad. Should we
0: move on to Beverly Hills now that we're talking about it? Sure. So, um, I want your opinion on this. I literally, I wrote this note specifically because I know you'll know. Um, Kyle made the statement that Charlie Sheen and Lisa Vanderpump were both Virgos and that Virgos have a tendency to be like, me, me, me. Um, and I want to know your opinion because I know that you know everything about it's subject. an embarrassing
1: little portion of my life that I know more than I'd like willing to admit about astrology. So, okay, really, actually, me, me, me is more of a Leo, if anything. Um, Leos are more like the center of attention. Virgos, um, I think we're just control freaks, and I think that's what it is. Like, I don't know that, like, I think Virgo, like, Beyonce is a Virgo that's another one but I think that there's a lot of people in the Beverly Hills cast actually that are Virgos and I can't think of them right now
0: I'm literally googling it right now
1: but I just think that Charlie Sheen okay uh, first of all a male Virgo and a female Virgo are two very different things but a female Virgo is typically hardworking perfectionist um, and tries to literally be perfect in every way, like overcorrects in that way. And it's very analytical and very judgmental, extremely judgmental and analytical. So, and honestly, like, yes, astrology sounds stupid and like you can generalize it to everyone. But me, me, me
0: is typically not. All right. You want to hear who are some Leos, which are, you're saying are me, me, me from Bravo Liberty World? Yes. Josh Flagg. From Million Dollar Listing LA, I think. Uh, sure. Carol Radziwill, Catherine Calhoun-Dennis, and Reza Farahan.
1: My mom's a Leo, and she's more like Carol than any of those other people. But
0: Some of the I Virgos know. are Caroline Manzo, um, Padma from Top Chef, Tamara, Lala, Giselle, and LVP, as we just mentioned.
1: I am telling you what. I, I thought there were more for girls in Beverly Hills. There, there might
0: be, but th- this is just like on the Bravo website—just some Bravo celebrities and their horoscopes. So, uh, on the Charlie Sheen note, I was like googling him while watching. Did you know that he's HIV positive? Yes, I had no idea. Mind blown.
1: Yeah, I read it in TMZ like a year and some change ago. I think that broke. um, And I think it's been his reality for a while now. um, Just from his days of, like, you know, tiger blood and winning and crack and prostitutes.
0: It said that, like, he had paid so, so much money trying to keep it under wraps and he finally decided to come forward with it. I'm sure. It's crazy.
1: It's crazy to me that he was the highest paid television
0: actor in history. And it was really funny how Denise said that, like, she should have just taken half of his money because then he would still have some. Like, because if she had taken half of his money, it would have been, like, well taken care of. Right, right. So, um, this episode really didn't, like, do a ton for me. I I don't want to watch 15 minutes of Boy George. In concert no like I would have just Netflix that or bought a ticket myself I just don't care about boy George right I don't either I'm like he didn't even I'm, know the I'm words to his song with Gladys Knight
1: yeah and I'm not impressed that he is friends with Doris or I mean Doris <laughs> that
0: he's friends with, <laughs> that
1: he is friends with Dorit or LPP or
0: PK anyone. PK, P-K literally looks like a wart. He P-K is did? so disgusting, yes. And, like, yeah. what was with Boy George's hat? Like, he looked like um Curious George's owner. Like, or, like, the RB sign. Like, his, his hat yeah, was, yeah. like, four <laughs> feet tall. Like a 10-gallon ten, ten <laughs> yeah, hat or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, right. 40-gallon, I think. Oh, <laughs> whatever. It was so weird. Unacceptable. What were your thoughts on the episode?
1: It was uneventful. I thought it has, it's, you know, it's been interesting up until this point, but th- that episode was like a filler to me.
0: Yeah, it was. And, like, I just, like, I mean, okay, so they are airing this fight, but the fight to me was so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I could not stop thinking about rewinding and relooking at dorit's confession look or whatever you call it with the chanel earrings where it was like dangle and one ear said cha and the other one said Nell. it's just too much <laughs> like touched her shoulder blades it was so weird it, 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 it's it's too much i got, i say it every week but she's like that girl that wants to be recognized as rich so she will buy anything with a label
1: Anything, anything, anything. Um, She loves a good, like, name slapped across her face.
0: Yes. Um, Like, if she were to have a tattoo, it would be like the Louis Vuitton print, like, on her ankle.
1: Right, like from Bachelor, where the girl has the
0: tattoo around her of, no. her of a rosary and at the end
1: of the rosary it's the Chanel symbol
0: oh my gosh who is that
1: I can't remember her name she was the old one she was like the one that was like 30 and on the bachelor
0: oh
1: so um, I don't really have anything else to say me neither um, I think Lisa is just weird I want to know more about her personal life I, I feel like we don't know enough about her ancient husband. I mentioned that last week. I'm not going to off on a Erica? date. Or at least. Erica. Erica, sorry. Got okay. um, So let's
0: just move on to New York, which I think is so
1: good this year. Yes. I, I love New York. Seriously, New York is my favorite every year. Every year, I love New York.
0: I, I did get some background information too from listening to some podcasts. Do tell. Okay, so I don't know if you've heard before, but the story of what happened with, Sonia and her husband, ex-husband. Um, you know, she met him as a hostess, which we've heard before. And they got married, you know, fell in love, whatever the typical love story is. And apparently, like, she was now living this amazing life, obviously. And she was off doing the yachts and Saint-Tropez or whatever she's always talking about. And he was homesick, obviously not like... On his deathbed or anything, but he was sick and she was not around to take care of him. Well, whoever the girl was that did take care of him, like a friend of his, he ended up cheating on Sonia with that girl, and that's why they got divorced. Damn, I thought it
1: was Sonia. No,
0: apparently not. That's what um, Heather McDonald said on the Juicy Scoop podcast. Well, then why has
1: why did Bethany? Bethany's alluded to her fucking everyone in Saint-Tropez.
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Sonia was always faithful, but the reason they got divorced is because he wasn't, and he decided to divorce her for the other woman. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I honestly have no idea if she's, well, she's faithful did, or not, I'm making married, that up. If, wasn't Sonia a cocktail waitress? Like, yeah, lunch? she was a hostess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so was Erica. It's just kind of a joke. It's like these women act like they are Kate Middleton. And it's like you came from nothing. You know, like, have some – I like Erica's a little more grounded than Sonia. Sonia's so yeah. – you, you know what? I will say this, though. I'm obsessed with Sonia. Like, I love her. I love everyone on – I've got this, like, renewed fascination with um,
0: – Don't say Ramona.
1: <laughs> absolutely not okay, I've thank got
0: this new
1: like renewed fascination with Tinsley and it's because I just wanted to know more about her like background so I started doing some
0: research so on... did I okay you her should. dad yes.
1: who is now since ceased like as of the year she came back to New York very recent she he has multiple mugshots in the, like, last, like, 10 to 15 years of his life from when he was living in Palm Beach. Mugshots of an old man, and it's sad. He, she looks a lot like him. So I started to, like, do some research on, you know, what she was up to, what she was doing with her life before, yeah. um, before she got the divorce. And, like, I think Topper literally divorced her because she was just, like— Wanted to be the next Tory Burch. Like, that was the article I read in Town and Country. And what
0: like, did he want? Because he married some girl who's, like, a shoe designer.
1: Well, Tabitha Simmons is her name. And she's... I don't think she wants to be in the limelight. Like, she enjoys designing shoes. Oh. But, I
0: don't,
1: but, like, she... Like, Tory Burch, like, is like, she wanted to be the next Tory Burch. Tory Burch is this cute, skinny blonde who's, like, a New Yorker. And, like, her brand went insane, like, insanely popular. And now she's just, like, this billionaire socialite, you know? Right. And I I think, like, Tinsley even owns it. Like, she did a little video. They did a little video interview. I think it was, like, Vogue or something. And, like, interviewed Tinsley at her apartment where she lived with Topper, but they were separated at the time. And she just talked about how she wanted to grow her business and, like, you know, be at more charities, and host more events, and, like, make more appearances, and, like, there was a quote in in Town and Country from Topper saying, like, there's something inherently wrong with girls who get up and get super dressed up every single night to go out and have pictures taken of them just for, like, that being the sole end goal, like, he's like, that's, that, it's not a life to me that I want, and I just I think that's where we differ. And I'm also fascinated with Tinsley too because she's like insanely talented and like accomplished. Like she was she played tennis at yeah. Columbia, yeah. Like she's like super athletic and like it's kind of amazing to me. And I don't know, I just I'm
0: I'm fascinated with her. What's and I, interesting I, I, is part of the reason her and. Uh, what's-his-face, double chin, just broke up, is because, like, he basically didn't like her being on the show because of kind of the same reasons as what I was taking it as. He didn't like
1: her being on the show, and I think he just felt like, I don't know, like, I think these men also want them, want her to themselves, and they want a private life, and they don't want, they just feel there's something very uneasy about dating someone that's in such limelight, you know, it just yeah. seems very unstable and like not very dependable. And, um, I just, I also think Scott was kind of fucking lame. Like, I think he was super nice and like probably is a great guy and like way better than we realize, but he was lame in the sense that he wasn't right for Tinsley and I was ready for him. And he's like, She needs somebody who can handle her and it's not like shy you know what i mean like she needs a guy who's like maybe even shallow enough to like want to be on the show like because i think that would work for her
0: yeah like a mario
1: like a mario or a kin a kin who literally carries around lisa's dog and drives lisa around or, like, a croy, You know what I mean? Like, she needs somebody who's, like, down to right? be an accessory to her goals.
0: So, when I did some digging on her, I found some information. I found, like, the company that... I wanted to see, like, where, where are her roots? How deep is her old money? And how did she end up as a socialite? Um, so, her family owned, like... I'm probably gonna like butcher it, but some like old carpet business, and I don't mean that in like a negative way when I say it, like old carpet. But um, they owned some something that kind of turned into like an empire, I guess. And they lived in um, Richmond, Virginia. And I found some article about him that said something about like him as in her father. What road her their house was on? So then I did some Zillow searches and started looking at homes on that road to see like what are we you know what kind of neighborhood stretch are we looking at here because it said it sold for like you know four million and there was like some lawsuit afterwards because the person who bought the house said it wasn't worth as much as it was sold for and all this stuff it was like falling apart there was like some termite damage that was undisclosed something like that and so then I just started looking at like all these mansions on this strip basically um, to see, like, what was her life really like, you know? When you get a look into someone's home, you kind of can see what, what her day-to-day might have been. And I also found these articles saying, like, how he was, like, this drunk partier all the time, and he... Like, there was some article about her and her sister in the New York Times. And it said something about, like, where they came from. And it wasn't necessarily supposed to be negative. But it was like, these girls aren't from New York City. They're from such and such. And he came out and, like, blasted whoever it was that said that. Saying, um, standing up for them and their roots, you know. But then you just kind of come off, like, talking about, like, oh, the good old days, you know trying to defend your, defend nothing, really, because no one was being negative, you know? Right. So, those were the articles I found. So, what did you find out about the houses on Zillow? Um, were they big and beautiful? Yeah, they were, like, huge, huge estates. Wow. Very outdated, the ones I saw, very outdated, like, decor but that could be said the same for a lot of like huge homes in Augusta too you know like the teal wallpaper with like you know you know exactly what I'm talking about yes so there was a lot of those types of rooms but just like you would see in older homes here too so it, it was no nothing new to me as far as that goes um it but by that I'm saying it's not like those Homes that, like, Teresa and Melissa live in on New Jersey. Where it was built within the last decade. And it's probably cheap as shit. Like, remember that scene where someone's, like, counter clipped off? Yeah. Um, It was probably built really, really well. And to update it would be super expensive. But they look amazing. They probably all have tennis courts in the back. Yeah. Yeah, they look like awesome. Estates.
1: Like, multi-acre estates. Oh, yes. You know, like, huge, huge. Of locations. Yes. It's really that's really interesting to me. He, he, her dad was a handsome guy. I mean, and they sent her to the best boarding school. That's where she met the Mortimer
0: kid. They also and, said that like his Facebook was like kind of embarrassing because he called himself like the Colonel, but he wasn't a Colonel, and he had all these like pictures like look looking like frat party kind of pictures, but he was you know in his sixties or whatever. So they were they were kind a of. Little bit
1: denial of your own age kind of thing and it's strange and I feel like Tinsley honestly like has never completely grown up and, and Dale like, and Dale and like neither has the dad I guess neither did the dad and like the colonel him calling himself the colonel is so cringe
0: I think it was I, the colonel it was your dad or like major or something 100%, it was 100% the
1: colonel it was like the colonel or the general or something yes exactly
0: like that. something like that
1: and it was just so, that is so cringe, I'm glad you mentioned it, because that is just, kind of gives insight into, like, who he was, he was just, like, this bombastic character, like, everyone knew who he was, whether it was he was in Palm Beach or Richmond, and I guess, you know, his daughter made a name for their family there in New York City, she married a Mortimer, and it's not like she came from anything too shabby, but it's still, it's like, It's almost low class of you to, like, give yourself this, like, military name and, like, you're this person that deserves commands, respect, but you're literally giving yourself a military title and you're not in the military and it's
0: embarrassing. The craziest part about his whole situation was that, like, he was an alcoholic all this time and then he died because he fell down the stairs drunk. Like, that's insane to me. Right. And so, so sad. So sad. And I hate to say it, but, like, embarrassing.
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%. He couldn't get it together.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's strange how somebody can build an empire, and I don't know if it was his parents or his dad or something, but he can, you know, have this life to a degree, but just can't stop. It's, yeah.
0: Addiction is a hell of a thing. I don't know. Well, um, what did you think of the whole Table 61 verse 62 debacle? First, tell me what you think. Okay, I think that Ramona, like, those moments where she's in Dorinda's face screaming and, and then pushing her, saying she was at Table 61, when, like, the editors keep showing how she was at Table 62, like, those are the moments that I, like, literally could not hate Ramona more.
1: Well, I don't know. Like this, it all kind of this whole situation brings me back to: Does Ramona need to go? Does she need to get off the show? And I'm starting to like after that whole scene because I was wondering like where you stood on the Ramona situation. After that whole scene, it makes me think: Okay, Callie's right. She's got to go. Like she's just—it's too much, and it's not even like she's providing a plot line of substance it's like she's like literally just screaming in people's faces being so irrational yes I think she's so funny though sometimes because she's so insane like you know the way she was walking at the fashion show or the way she was walking
0: through um the crab thing or the The way that she just walked right past Dale right before that dog show and didn't even look at her like she definitely provides some entertainment she really
1: Or, like, how she's, like, she's completely, totally irrational and yelling at Bethany about how she doesn't support support women. And Bethany's just literally sitting there laughing at her. Or, like, the time she called out Bethany in the Berkshires and was, like, and Bethany was, like, mention it all. Mention it all. Yeah. Like, rubbed her legs. You know? it's what are you trying to do Ramona Ramona is so crazy she's so shit. I don't know I you know who I love is Dorinda and you know what I do love is going to the Berkshires with Dorinda
0: yeah Dorinda is amazing she like everything every single comment that she makes in her little confessionals and, or what do you call them like bobbling heads I don't know what to call those uh, it's it's so amazing everything that she says is funny
1: she also is like a great substance too. You know what I mean? Like she can provide such like wisdom to Bethany. Yes, a
0: little confessional. She such a good friend to like Carol when they took that trip to get Andrew's or Anthony's uh, ashes. Yes. Like yeah, like I need friends like that in my life.
1: Yeah, she's a great friend. I don't know. I just think she's really funny. I don't get the whole John thing though.
0: No, me neither. And her like fake sex call to him last week was really really funny. Her attempt, right? She was just like, oh. she was like, "Oh, John, I miss you." You know, and that she right, hung up right. and was like, "That's the best I could do." I thought that was so funny. Um, Even though there was that one time that she went on that ski trip and she forgot all of her luggage because she was having sex with John. <laughs> That was, like, the best moment in Real Housewives history.
1: I forgot about that.
0: Never forget.
1: Okay. What do you think about Barbara?
0: I think she's gross. I think she's so gross. And I think that Ramona's right about her wrap dresses. Like, enough is enough. Enough is enough. She was like, I've never worn this dress before. And I want to be like... That makes it worse because literally every single dress that you own looks exactly like that.
1: And her house is so tacky. Her house is so tacky.
0: I don't remember seeing her house.
1: No, remember, like, Bethany showed her one of uh, her investment houses and then, like, later in the episode, they were, like, in Southampton and they went to her house and it had, like, weird decorations and, like... Okay,
0: okay, yeah. A while ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah the very beginning of the season, and it was just, like, I I just think she's, like, a lesbian with, like, not good fashion sense and not good decorating sense, and she just, like, I'm here for, like, I'm so down for there to be a lesbian on the cast, but I don't know if she, like, because, like, look at fucking Sonia's halfway, more than halfway les. Yeah, she
0: wants to be with Bethany.
1: There are plenty of women on that cast who, like, are... Debatably full gay, so not really. But I just think Barbara is like I think Ramona is shameless about how like how she doesn't like Barbara, and I actually kind of love it. It's like I love that Ramona's there to just like do Barbara stop you, you. And then in her confessional, she's like, she's just so manly and rough. <laughs> yeah. And she's... it's just like, oh my god, like it's so true. And it's like, how ironic is it that she's in construction? And the, her whole position on the whole Luan thing is obnoxious. Fuck off. Dorinda's is not going to make her relapse.
0: Right. I could do without Barbara. And luckily she doesn't hold an apple, so we don't have to worry about her. Right. Um, I didn't have any other thoughts on New York, did you? No. Okay, I did you watch Summer House? Okay, because I did have a few things I wanted to say about it. Um, if you didn't watch, let me tell you. There's a moment where Kyle, everyone's dressed up in their Christmas costumes and Kyle is peeing, And he, he's wearing like this big um, Christmas tree outfit. Like, he, you know, if he pulled it all the way up over his head, he's got like a star on top of his head. He's a Christmas tree. And... Jordan literally walks into the bathroom and, like, peeks his head around towards Kyle's crotch and, like, questions, like, how do you pee in a costume like this? And um, Kyle is, like, dying. And he, like, says later, you know, I mean, like, I don't want to accuse someone of being gay if they don't know that they are yet, but no man just walks up and checks out another guy's penis while they're peeing.
1: Yeah, it's it's too blatant for me right it really is it really is I don't know why he's on here like this pseudo
0: straight male why is he here he also has this moment where he's talking to Carl and he's saying like I mean I was the um number one most eligible bachelor on a dating app you know like all he can do to talk himself up like I mean it's all he can do not to talk him talk about himself Right, and then I I sent this uh, screenshot to you, and I, and I was gonna post it, but I didn't know exactly how to word it. But basically, Adam from Vanderpump Rules posted a picture of um, a bunch of the guys working at Sir, all dressed in white, and you know, it was, the caption was about how like it was a white night or whatever at Sir, and Jordan comments, "Where's white?" Dot 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 blacks out. Like he literally is the guy in high school who did not have any sips of alcohol because his parents forebode it. And he went off to college and then brags about, you know, how many beers he can shotgun in 10 minutes.
1: He is so obnoxious and so soft, and so immature. Like he needs to stop. I completely agree. He's embarrassing. He's got to go. He's, he's, he's too immature. Even for that cast.
0: He really is. It's on another level. On another level, um, I also didn't get a chance to watch Potomac because I didn't realize that it was back this week. Um, but I do intend to watch because I enjoy Potomac, and there looks like a lot of juice to come. Did you watch? No, okay. Well, maybe next week we can um try and catch up and cover it because this season looks like it's going to be a great one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm invested, I, I, I plan on getting very invested.
0: Um, well, did you have any other pop culture news besides Bravo? Um,
1: Adele leaving her husband,
0: apparently,
1: like, anti-lawyer, has reported that she is, like, a raging alcoholic. Um, I don't know if she necessarily, like, is seeing other people or what, but...
0: Which is I- sad to me because, in my mind, she was, like, one of the normal ones.
1: I know because she's always been so anti-fame like
0: exactly she, should,
1: she wants to have her own quiet life she's not trying to be anybody other than who she is she's such an evolved soul in my opinion like you know like I'm so much more shallow than her but I think if I got to that level of fame I would be basking in it like she's just is like no 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 I never wanted this like I just think she's a very evolved person I mean it honestly kind of makes sense you know it's like the tragic hero archetype where she has this, like, gift, this amazing amazing talent gift that she's, like, forced to share with the world, but she also, like, you know, is her own flawed person and, you know, struggles with alcoholism. Right. So, you know, and that's all all alleged. I don't know whether or not she drinks, but it sucks to think about. And I hate it for her husband and her child.
0: Same. Well, it
1: I mean I know that um Jordan is Kylie's. Jordan is like in Africa right now at some music festival like taking Instapics um and I don't know. That's pretty much it.
0: Living her best life.
1: Living her best life.
0: Well, um thanks for tuning in again this week, guys, if anyone's still there.
1: I also wanted to say like There are episodes or seasons of anything, like, any TV show that y'all want us to cover, like, this reality-based, you know, like, if y'all want us to talk more about Kardashians or something, DM us on Instagram at the Grapevine Girls, and we'll try and, like, cover it more. Like, whether it's Married to Medicine LA or Potomac or what have you. Right.
0: Try and cover it more. Or if we need to give more time to Mexican Dynasties. Because we haven't been covering that up until this week, really. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, it's been real.
1: It has been real.
0: Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.